with a new episode of Black Millennial. Um, it's been a little bit, um, took a little time off. Uh, you know, it was cool though. I needed it, it was very much needed. Um, I talked about being on vacation in the episode before, but um, once you get out of vacation, like you then have to like figure out, okay, well, you know, what's next in my life? Like you plan things up to your vacation and then you're like, okay, well, okay, you know, what happens next? <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, that puts you into this, at least for me, uh, kind of put me into this like depression a little bit. Yeah, I know of, what like, you mean. Trust me. You know what's what am I supposed to do with my life? Like, what do you also, look forward to? Yeah. Also, like, what are you doing with your life that you're not like <laughs> fucking organized? You know what I mean? Like, you say you're fucking organized, and you're not. You know, um, depression's crazy in that way. But in any case, um, we're back. Um, welcome, and, welcome, welcome. And in like thinking about coming back to the show, I wasn't, I didn't want to like have to talk to someone. And not that I've had to talk to anyone, um, but you know, this is like a show, it's a production, so there has to be some thought that goes into it. Um, but I really thought about who do I want to talk to? Um, and so uh, I'm going to introduce our guest in just one second or have our guest introduce herself. Um, but before we get there, uh, let's go into our mood. <laughs> black dipped in gold. Black kissed by the sun. Black melanin filled. Black the chosen one. Black I'll fix your crown. Black you were born to leave. Black make us proud. Black cause your royalty. Black. Thank God I'm black. I won't take it back. I'm proud to be black. That's what we sing on Saturday. Hey, black. Thank God I'm black. I won't take it back. I'm proud to be black. And those of y'all that don't know this real easy, how you say it? Black. Black. Hey. All right, cool. I'm just proud to be black. It was a very, very tough Black History Month. It was extremely difficult. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, it was just, like, a lot to go through and, and a lot to experience. But um, I've said this. I've, like, said it out loud. Um, Jordan, Jordan Plain, uh, who we both know, who was on the show uh, a little bit ago, he said, like, you've had a lot of ideas, but this one is genius. Um, I think that Black History Month should actually begin, like, with Juneteenth. Mm. And then run, like, through July. Like, all cookout season. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? Like... It would just be like, oh, it's the Black History Month. We don't Black History Month cookouts, mm-hmm. you know, and like that is what we deserve. Um, so let's take it back. You know what I mean? That would be really cool. Yeah, let's take back another month. Um, and white people would be so confused because it's not like a structured like 30 days. They'd be like, oh my God, what's that? You're changing the calendar. It's still going on. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how long does this go on? It's still is this forever? Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Um, 
Let's go ahead and go into the guest introduction, and then we'll talk about our sponsor bias so that uh, we can have like a, a more thorough conversation. Um, so do you want to introduce yourself, tell the people who you are, what you do, all that? Yeah, um, my name is Tia. Uh, people know me as Spacebug or One Spacebug on Instagram or Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what people consider me to be in their lives, but you know, I do a lot of things, I guess. I'm just... Living in my truth, and that manifests itself in a lot of different ways. Amen. Um, yeah, I, I make short films. I, you know, curate playlists for people, like for like larger audiences, not even specific people. Like I do like whatever I can do to express myself, and people tend to gravitate towards it, and I'm thankful for it because I'm not doing anything but just being me. Um, so it's really cool and affirming to be able to be me and have people gravitate towards me as a result. Yeah. Um, but in that same vein, there is no way of like quantifying it in one specific title. So I'm kind of just here. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah, so yeah. A human. That's, that's me. What I often say. I'm just and like, yeah. on top of that, I'm a black woman. Mm-hmm. And so I come from a long line of fighters, a long line of people who have just been like doing the work and like, you know, getting down to it so that I can have this opportunity to spread the love and live in love and yeah, wow. do what I want to do. And so I'm doing it. Do y'all see why I wanted to have this conversation? <laughs> um, one of, I think, one of my favorite forms of your, like, art, but also, I think, like, activism um, is your trillers. Can you plug your triller account? Uh, oh, my God. Like... I actually need to make a new one because my in- my uh, initial handle was resplendentium and i guess we'll put that somewhere so people can see it because i think it's spelled weird but um i saw this bird that's called the resplendent quetzal and it's like this beautiful bird and it's like illuminated like the the feathers in it are like really nice i'm like oh my god like i feel like that i feel like i'm kind of radiant and i'm like shining and i'm trying to do that at least like i might not be that yet but i'm trying to do it at least Mm, and so that's what i'm doing and so then i was like oh shit that should be my name and so then i made that my trailer name that was my twitter name for a minute um but yeah, I changed my name to One Space Bug over the years, and I feel like that's like helps me. That's me. That's mm-hmm. people. That's what people know me as. Mm-hmm. But my thriller name is still Resplendentium, um, based on that discovery. Wow, I love that. I just love that. Like the the dances, the vibes. Like it's just always a vibe, and like it's uh you know who actually reminds me of do you know uh dante collie yeah 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 yeah. it's like not necessarily like the the words or whatever Mm -hmm. on there as well but just like the vibe you know um you can't be like having a bad day and then you're you know you were talking about uh you know the birds um i was talking about this earlier this week i I tweeted like i knew that i was oh my god yes i love i knew that i was having a good day because i'm just like walking around i'm walking to work and i saw this pigeon and i was like wow beautiful beautiful feathers like, yes oh my god that made my day i'm like i know exactly what you mean because i do the same thing sometimes yeah yeah hell yeah uh, that's beautiful speaking of tweets uh this also uh, brings us into our sponsor buys so um this week ultimately is sponsored by young bullshit um but so that people can digest it in the notes uh it's going to be sponsored by school breakfast and summer camp lunch um, I just remember being, like, a kid and doing, like, some wild shit. Like, uh, this week there was a twi- uh, tweet uh, from Alexis Ellis. That's Alexis, A-L-E-X-I-S-E-L-L-I-S-S-S. Too many S's, Alexis. 
Um, well, she said, if you suck the water out of the wash rag when you were a kid, you're immune to the coronavirus. And that is crazy. And like, I've done that. <laughs> and I forgot that I did it. Right, right, right. It just like came back like into my mind. Like, I did that? Like, yes, I actually I did fucking that. did it many times. Yeah. Um, and then like those like school breakfasts, like, all right, um, guilty, like not even guilty pleasure. I was fucking seven. But like one of the things that I loved from like school breakfast, they had like a breakfast, like pigs in a blanket. So mm. it was like... A sausage with like a pancake on the outside, like but they were little mini joints, not the joint with like a stick. Okay. Um, but it was kind of like a corn dog, I guess, but like a breakfast, like little corn dog. Fire! Like I would like, you know. I never had that. That oh, sounds yeah. really good. That I'm was like a school lie. breakfast thing. We did have like the little, um, and they have it like the uh, continental breakfast. Mm-hmm. The little like it's so weird. I'm trying to demonstrate this, but you would just like spin it with your hands, and then cereal will come down. Like what? you would like turn the uh, turn a knob. You know how oh, you, you had a think. different kind of. No, it wasn't like crazy. What the hell? It sounds like <laughs> it was like very super basic, like super basic public school shit. You know, but like it, it was, was finished with cereal. It was a it was a machine. They just like put a big thing of cereal on the top, and then you like turned the you turned a little knob, and then your little cereal came out. And then they had another one. You pushed the button for the milk, like a. What? Oh no! You were living in fucking. No. <laughs> I don't know oh my year, god! But... Okay. No, I felt like that was super. <laughs> they gave basic. us the little container of cereal where you pull the top off, and they give you the little okay, donut, that was the warm John. Yeah, that was in elementary school. So I was thinking of middle school. My middle oh, school was like a little bit different. Okay. No, they it was, was like, the all right, we can let y'all eat food. <laughs> it was the same like okay. throughout my school. Really? Like they gave us a donut and the cereal and the orange juice and the chocolate milk, whatever the fuck they gave us. You know, throughout yeah. the year, it's just. Um, the Same summer camp items. lunches were better. Do you remember the the poke a hole in the tops? Yes, the, yeah. <laughs> the apple juices were like Hell fire. Yeah. The grape juice, and that's when juice was like actually juice, like just the juice of fruits. But it uh, also wasn't. It probably wasn't. It probably it was just like probably so artificially put together that as a child I was like this this is grape juice. This is juice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Moving uh, on, you can connect with us. Uh, this show. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at BLKMLNL. Uh, you can find our website at eastoke.co slash BLKMLNL. Uh, and then we do email. We do all that. We have merch. You can leave voice messages, which I think is really cool. Um, so when we get them that are not like random people being um, strange um, or like just my friends like drawing, um I will like submit them to the show or like you know I'll play them throughout the show so if you have something that you want to say um, or someone that maybe you want to anonymously tell uh, like tell off Mm. um, or you know whatever whatever it is you can even specify that you want like your voice to be like changed I'll do that for you oh okay Um, so if you have a confession you know Usher's about to do the confessions part three what I heard that uh, um, yeah, I kept seeing it on my timeline. Confessions, yeah. confessions. I'm like, why is this coming up so much? Yeah, um, so many different people are talking about it. So, um, if you have your confessions and you want to share them, feel free. <laughs> uh, this week in Motives and Thoughts, we're going to talk about um, human evolution and personal progress. Um, I haven't decided. Well, I guess I have kind of the the episode title. I went to go look for this this song, and I knew that I remembered this, and I knew the song was like. A little weird. It's by Rory. Did you ever listen to him? Um, I I had a few songs that I listened to of his, and then I remembered that this song, like, you know, it's, it's titled Revolution, and he talks about evolution in it, so I went to go mm-hmm. back and look for it. And it's actually, like, kind of strange. Like, it, like, 
it's like the chorus is like God save this dying earth, but it's like literally about like the you know the world dying mm-hmm. and like you know us needing to take better care of like the world and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you have like a if you don't get scared really easily, don't don't listen to it when you're high because it ends kind of like a ha 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 like we're all about to die like type of situation. <laughs> so like, it's a little weird, but um, just the concept that like evolution is like you know a part of like revolution, you know. Um, I think that that's a, an interesting concept. So um, this week in Motives and Thoughts, uh, we have a guided conversation around something that matters. It's always intended to open the minds of our peer group, and we encourage a diversity of thought. Uh, we center each conversation around three core questions, and this week the questions are, how have your beliefs shifted over time and what causes that? What are some ways that you have adapted to your environment over time? And how will you know when you've reached your final form and what does that look like? People often say like, I have, <laughs> you haven't even seen my final form. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, oh, and I feel that, you know, people haven't seen like mine either, but um, what does that even look like? Like it is a, a struggle a lot, like to think, okay, like I've achieved this next level. Like you just shared something with me, you know, you've gotten to like a, you know, a great space in life. Um, and like, then what's next, you know, like, then you, you start feeling like, all right, I'm here, like, all right, what else do I got to put in my, you know, and then it's like, oh, I'm always moving up to, like, this next level, so I started thinking, like, kind of, when is enough enough, you know, mm. um, so I guess just starting off with, like, yeah, beliefs shifting over time, um, I used to be so idealistic, mm. like, about everything, and I still kind of am, um, and that's what kind of fuels, like, my hard work sometimes, it's, like, meeting, you know, those, that idealized version of what I think should happen. Um, but you know, I used to think that like, oh, relationships are supposed to be so pure, you know, that's why I got like, you know, my heart broken a lot of times, you know, cause it's like, it doesn't matter if a person is really like negative towards you, you should just keep that positive heart, buddy. You keep yeah. doing that, you know? Um, but like, it's, you know, that, um, one of my favorite gifts, like, it's just not realistic. Like that's just, it's not realistic, you know? Um, same thing with like, you know, friendships with like my friendships, if you can't like push me to be better or if you can't like challenge me to grow, then like we not, you know, like, yeah, I know exactly you know, what you so mean. just, yeah. yeah. Um, but God, anything that you want to share just around like beliefs shifting over time, your beliefs? Uh, I mean, well, initially when I, when I, because we had notes before, yeah. um, we recorded this, I was thinking about my spirituality and how that shifted over time. But what mm. you just said about um, expectations from people and like how that's changed, like I think that that is integral to that whole mm-hmm. like my belief system changing over time. Um, so like I was one. I'm an empath and I take on the problems of other people, or I have done that in the past. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've gotten much better at creating boundaries for myself and being like, you know. I'm not going to assume your problem. Like I'm going to be able to empathize with you. I'm going to be able to stand there with you and help you and support you. But yeah. I don't need to take that on as my own because I have enough shit to deal with. We all do. Yeah. You know, and also like the collective just consciousness, just we are all carrying that same weight. And so to take on the weight of another is like, we already are at our max, basically, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. we're aware of the fact that we're all connected anyway. Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> I, I've just changed how I interpret other people's actions. Like, I I feel like I was coming from a place of, okay, I want to master my emotions and I want to master just what happens in general. Like, that was an extension of that. But when it comes to my relationships, I'm able to just accept people as 
themselves, like how they come to me. And then I'm able to just feel things more genuinely as opposed to being like, oh, well, this I'm doing this for this person, but they're not giving me that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, it's okay. I'm still going to live in my truth regardless. And that feels great at the end of the day, regardless of whether somebody is giving it back or not. It just feels like this is what I'm supposed to do. And this is what I can trust and believe in. And so that's what I do. Yeah. And walking in my truth and walking along my path is always going to feel like the best thing ever. You yeah. know, that's what get, that's what makes life so colorful. And yeah. so it's a pleasure to do it. And so I'm not really looking for people to return it all the time anymore. Yeah. I used to think about my life a lot in uh, like, you know, me, like not versus other people, but like me in relation to mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. You know, like how am I affecting this person or how am I doing, you know, like, and then I started thinking about it as like me... Like, how do I feel about it? You know, like Mm -hmm. internally, um, just one, like, I guess example of that was kind of interesting. My company had like late, like after, you know, Christmas or whatever, we have like a holiday celebration type of thing, um, this past week. So like we were, everybody got like dressed and like went out and whatever. And I got there like super late, not super late, but like an hour or so late, but it was like really cool to not let anybody else's vibe affect my vibe. Cause like I pulled up with my vibe already, Hell yeah. you know, yeah. and like people, especially when you get like outside of work, like people get, you know, a little drunk, a little, you know, whatever, everybody like starts showing their ass a little bit because everybody's been able to see you build up from the same period. Like, you know what I mean? From seven o'clock when it started, you know? So I'm going to catch y'all in your vibe and I'm going to see how everybody really at, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then like, I might, you know, I had a couple of drinks or whatever and it was a good time, but also I knew when it was time for me to like pull back out, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think it, I've been a lot more focused on like staying in control of myself, you know what I mean? And controlling like the controllable, which is me, you know, yeah. I can't control like somebody else's reaction. I can't control like what somebody else, you know, thinks about like me even based on like things that they see, yeah. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. whether or not that is the case, you know, like I can't control the way that someone else feels. So, um, that's that. And then like. You know, we also, um, we kind of, you know, in our notes here talking about like parental beliefs and like, you know, religion and spiritual beliefs, like, man, like I grew up, you know, in church. So it was just like Jesus or die, like, and that's it basically. And like speaking in tongues, Jesus, you know what I mean? Like all, you know what I mean? Like real deep black Jesus. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And so like, I understand like uh, spirituality, you know what I mean? Like I have like a deep understanding of spirituality, but when I like zoomed out a lot, you know what I mean? I was able to understand like the bigger picture, yeah. you know, like y'all real zoomed into it. Oh, okay. zoomed, I understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like y'all real zoomed in to like one particular, you know, connection to the spirit, mm-hmm. you know, but like there's a greater energy that connects all of these things yeah, that's a good and that's point. where yeah. I'm at. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's where like it, it starts for me. And so I can meet you with that energy too. You know what I mean? If everybody like, um, it's, it's really funny because <laughs> I don't do it like often, but like, uh, I said to a girl I was talking to, like, could this nigga lead your family in prayer? <laughs> you know? And like, if I had to, I've led my own family in prayer. You know what I mean? If I need to, cool. We about to pray. Like, Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it is something that like, it needs to come from a place of power and a place of like yes. oh specific God. words. Yes. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, um, but I also like the way that I pray is like God. 
Yeah. <laughs> you are here you with know. You. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's so much different. And like um I, I do think that again, like me and like my parents and my family, like we we believe in a, a similar central idea, you know, but I think that like our access points are different, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, and and I've had to like shift that like some of the things that they believe in and like I'm also um very vocal, like, oh, you don't believe in some of these things? Well, let's talk about why. You mean what's what's in that? Like where did that come from? You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like it, yeah. Even being able to like be a black man and like challenge people's like you know thoughts about like sexuality and about race and about things like random thing happened during this like company thing where somebody we have like um, you know I have a coworker that's you know transgender um, is like more masculine presenting but prefers like feminine pronouns. Mm-hmm. You know. And, like, a few different people, like, I overheard somebody, like, was, like, you know, they came over to the table, hey, how's it going? You know, hey, ladies, hey, sir. You know, to the person. And I'm, like, hey, that's not cool. <laughs> you know, like, I said, you know, hey, uh, you know, correct yourself. They correct themselves. But then, like, I also said to, you know, my coworker, like, that's not cool to me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, like, if you feel like this shit is not cool and you don't have, like, necessarily the voice to say it, that it's, like, not cool for you, let me know because I got the voice. That's so sweet. You know, and it's like, it's, it's, but it's at minimum what I feel like we, we wouldn't, white people would never do this for us necessarily, but it would be Man. like, right. That, that's the, that is the level of like allyship that I require. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I in order, exactly in order for mean. somebody, for me to be able to like, yeah, this is my, this is the white person I'm bringing to the cookout, you know, in order for it to get that level, like it, it has to be there. So, um, but like a few years ago. I like, you know, even at 18, 19, 20 or whatever, I'm just oh, people are going to think that I'm gay. Like, the fuck? You can think whatever you want. I'm rich. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, you know? Yeah, and I so know exactly what the fuck it, you mean. It, it, it's just like, uh, when you grow up and you do realize, like, the world is about you, but it's not all about you. Yeah. Then you, like, you know, it's so much easier for you to put things into perspective. So. Absolutely. Anything else you want to share around, like... Um, thoughts changing or if you want to shift to like changes uh, through you know your environment um, ways that you are different in, in some spaces versus others I mean well I feel like it goes in line with what we were just talking about like becoming more secure in who I am and like becoming more whole in my own understanding of myself like I'm able to just be pretty consistent across spaces so mm. even when I'm going to a job interview I, like, recently a friend has asked me, oh, yeah, like, do you have any tips for, like, this interview that I'm about to go on? I'm like, well, just say things that you would mean in any space. Like, just say what you mean. You know, (laughs) don't, like, don't don't try to sell yourself because you are already enough. You don't Mm -hmm. have to sell yourself at all. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like the space that you need to be in, you have to present yourself as you're going to be, you know, from the beginning in order for you to thrive in that space. Otherwise, it's like, that's not for you because you're selling this other, you know, that's not even you. Yeah. So, um, and that's not to say that it's on, that's your fault because we know there's systemic issues around, sure, sure, you know. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, it's important to be authentic to yourself as much as you possibly can and you're mm-hmm. always going to feel better when you do that. And so, it's really cool to be able to kind of become more sure of myself and be able to be myself in, across spaces. Mm-hmm. So that means like showing up to work, like looking a little more masculine or like, you know, just being out in public, like looking how I want to look mm-hmm. and people talking to me, people mm-hmm. being like, Hey, like 
you know, you're pretty cool. Or, like, yeah, 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 them yeah. not being, them being confused about their own feelings because they're like, oh, this person is, like, attractive to me or this person seems cool and I want to talk to them. Yeah. It's like, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's, like, electric, you know, to be able to just move around spaces and just be me in all regards, whether it's, like, me expressing how I feel about someone, whether it's me presenting myself as this thing or not that thing, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm just me. Yeah. And it's like made it so that I don't really regret anything or I don't feel like I've ever wasted a moment because I'm always being true to myself. Mm. And so yeah. what the fuck, what else can I ask Ooh. for in this life? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, um, uh, there's a friend that you and I share. We'll talk about it like after, but you and I share, um, we used to work together and he was talking about how he came to like the like initial hiring session, mm-hmm. like high and was just like, all right, well, that's how y'all know me now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to, like, maintain authenticity. What are you talking about? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I have, to, I have to, like, maintain authenticity, like, throughout this, you Hell know? Yeah. Um, I think it's so interesting because, you know, we, we do have that, like, oh, I start on my job with, like, my, my customer service voice, like, hey, I'm, you know, here. Hell no. And I'm then, walking like, in, like, hey, what's up? You know, eventually, like, you fade into, like, what's up, brother? How you guys feeling in here? <laughs> you know? Um, and so, yeah, I do, I do appreciate that. And I think I'm kind of like, it's like this pendulum for me, right? Where it's been like, um, do I used to say like, I want to be able to be like my same self, um, you know, across all genres, across all boards, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I started thinking like, does every space deserve the same version of me? Hmm. You know, that's, um, really important thing to think about. Yeah. And, and I like, now I'm kind of swinging back towards like, I want to maintain a common thread, you mm, know, Yeah. but also like be able to adapt to like the space in the room. You Absolutely. Know? Um, and I think like adapting to my environment, like one of the things that I think about really heavily is being able to like shift into different spaces. You know, my environment has been like, uh, there's been a lot, a lot of variety in it, you know? Um, so I've been in, um, bandos and boardrooms. That's actually going to be the title of my autobiography. <laughs> bandos and boardrooms. Bandos and boardrooms. God, you know what I mean? that's really cool, like, actually. Um, and so, like, it's, it, it is a thing to have to be able to adjust your conversation because if you come into a bando talking like you in a boardroom, it's going to be, give me a hell to pay. And if you come into a boardroom talking like you in a bando, it's, it's hell to pay. You know mm. what I mean? And so, like, it, being able to like take from your environment and say like okay i know how to like operate in this space and i know how to like make people feel comfortable wherever you know what i'm saying like i don't want like uh you know niggas walking down the street to feel like i do we have like a really mean face on sometimes but like i don't want niggas to be like oh this is gonna draw me you know what i mean or whatever like i want like cool we cool like you know or even like women that i'm walking past like this thing about to bother me or say something to me no like it I don't know, like living in West Philly or like, I'm just thinking about like this block, like living around here, the way that I like operate, um, a lot of people can operate, you mm. know what I mean? Like some people, you know, you can come from out of the suburbs or whatever and not be able to like stay out here, you know what mm, I mean? Because yeah. like you're just making yourself too obvious or you're not like, you know, connecting yourself with the, the neighbors, you know what I mean? Whatever, you know? Um, so yeah, I just think about that adaptability and like, that is literally a part of like evolution, like human evolution is like adapting to the environment. You yeah. mean? And I think also like one of the things I was thinking about in this that like we've maybe negatively adapted to um, and we could think more about 
like how we can intentionally shift back is like um, some of those like internalized like fears and traumas like around like police or around like like for me it's like police specifically because it's like I'm like my dad when I was younger when I was a kid was a police officer you know Mm. and so like it doesn't I don't necessarily like I mean I'm a fucking black man so I have like that fear you know but like I shouldn't you know and in most times I feel like I have like I've been able to understand the way that like many police officers present and so it's like oh hey man yeah this is not that you know we're here with the license the registration's also there everything's really valid I pretty much know why you pulled me over or I don't know why you pulled me over and I don't really need to know just here for the ticket so I can be on my way to where I gotta go Mm. you know and so it's like I it I've never had any issue but I still feel something in my body you know what I'm saying and I still even to like see other black people be like antagonized I saw like a lady just like they were stopping her like asking her about something and I just like stopped there and like made sure she was good you know but like it just because I could feel like like the heat and like the like uncomfortable like that weird energy you know like is this the last moment of like my life you know yeah and that's something that because we experience it today will be like embedded in like us and like potentially in like our children and i've been thinking about that like i'm not actually i might be trying to have a kid this year if anyone's interested um i feel like i was born in 1990 if anyone's interested i'm trying to have a bit in 2020 like that would that would be fire like it'd be a nice little distance and you know it'd be really easy to remember the kid's birthday because it starts with a zero um but um yeah like i just don't want my children to inherit that like through you know my genes like i don't want my children to walk around afraid of anything like the the, like my children's freedom is something that i think about all the time and like what i do everything for so i understand um, what you mean yeah I, i think so on that note to clarify for people who will listen um the point isn't to be a police apologist because it's like fuck all that shit. Oh no, fuck all that shit. Fuck all that shit. No, no, absolutely not. Fuck all that shit. But it's more like, um, I don't wanna walk around with fear in any form for Mm -hmm. my own sake, for Mm -hmm. my own health, you know, for the health of Mm -hmm. the people that come after me, like what I'm putting out into the universe by being scared or like, you know, like it's just helpful for my own sake to not be afraid in these situations and not have these I mean but I think there's a certain level of like importance to having that because it's like you'll be vigilant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, vigilant no. for yeah. you. Uh, but no, be I always aware. But yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, I understand yeah, exactly yeah. what you mean because it's mm-hmm. like that trauma that you sustained from just being like fight or flight kicking in, having to deal with this thing that should be just a routine. If you're, you know, whatever you're doing, whatever the fuck you're doing, it should not. The the point of the if police are p- protecting and serving. They're not supposed to kill you. you know oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I don't think that they should exist. At yeah, all. absolutely. You know I mean? That's like, the, yeah. I think absolutely. we should be out here. Like, if you, never mind. That's this. This is like yeah. Yeah, this is going like, another direction. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, that's just one thing that you know I've been more intentional about. Like, there's other things that are like maybe are like a bit more personal, but like whatever things like you know i'm not going to like cheat on anyone that i'm in a relationship with Mm. you know because that's like a part of my like lineage you know Mm. what i'm saying and that's not something that like i want my children to inherit like i want my children to inherit like honesty and like you know i I want my children to be able to inherit like again freedom and openness so like oh we we you know what i'm saying like 
the, we, everybody just thinking about shit in these fucking ways that like some old white people told them to believe like, all this time. What do you think? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Do like, what think? do you believe? Like, you know, like it's often like what like people. Uh, I'll take this back to like a topic that um, we don't have to stay on for long. We'll move on to final form. But when people talk about you know transgender people, I heard people saying specifically with like Zaya Wade, like, oh, you need to tell you know this child that they are who they were born as, like. Who told you that you are what you are? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's really like why you're mad because you you would have chosen. You're like, oh, if I if I said I wanted to be a race car, would I be a race car? Maybe you would be a fucking bomb ass race car right now if you was fucking able to do that. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, whatever it is, like, but you're sitting here in the, in this fucking mental box and you're trying to keep me in here with you, and it's not enough space. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so. People's reaction to that was really disheartening. I mean, not that it was shocking Surprising, in any way. Yeah. yeah, because it's like I, I know that you I know, you know. Yeah. And I'm I'm really thankful for um uh Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union mm-hmm. being like so proactive as far as like protecting Zaya from what was gonna come regardless. Yeah. Like that's really amazing to see. And I actually saw someone like, Oh, like, why is Dwayne Wade going on like a campaign for their child? And I'm like, Well, they're being proactive. They yeah. need to be doing that. Everybody yeah. who has a, the privilege to be able to do that needs to be doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's how we kind of fight back against these, like, you know, systems that are in place to oppress people based on, you know, whatever characteristic. And it's like, yeah, he's doing exactly what he needs to be doing. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, like, what is what does final form look like? Like, uh... See, when I, okay, so it's a lot thinking about yeah it could this, be like a free-flowing like, yeah no it's a lot of thinking about the self it's a lot of thinking about me and you and whatever you know because mm-hmm. that that is a big part of what's been changing in my life like over even the past couple of days like i've adopted mm-hmm. so many different ideas as far as like what the self is what the ego is mm-hmm. you know what the spirit is and how those things kind of like collapse or like overlap or don't um and so final form I feel like is not a thing because I mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to perceive of what the final form is. I mm-hmm. don't know what my end is. I don't know what the end of this is yeah. because when it ends, I won't be conscious of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great. <laughs> that's yeah, wonderful yeah, yeah. because it's like there's this point that I'm always going to be wanting to reach mm-hmm. and whatever it is will be. Mm-hmm. And I'm just moving. I'm just partying. I'm just dancing. I'm just doing. I'm just... Yes. moving you yes. know and so that's all i can do and so yeah final form is i can't perceive of it people will know and mm-hmm. that's the importance of using the time that you have to make the mark that you want to make while you're here yeah <laughs> wow yeah mine is just like so petty it's like <laughs> it's not even that petty but i do just think about like i was looking at something about i was talking to my friend last night while i was setting up you know these notes and um i <laughs> I was looking at, I don't remember what website it was, but there were like humidifiers on there and stuff. And then there was like vacuum cleaners. I, I was just some shit that like I didn't even need to be looking at. But ultimately, like, I think Final Form was I'm just like, yeah, I actually do need a humidifier. Like, I don't have one. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like, I actually don't have a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, like, that's beautiful. You know, and like, just being able to like, um, have my wants and my needs, you know what yeah. I mean? 
Um, and I think to also, yeah, to be able to indulge because I have given so much to other people. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. I tweeted earlier this week and then I'll I'll run through just like some reference material, which one of them is another of my tweets, but, um, so self-indulgent this week. Um, but I tweeted like, I'm going to be blessed forever. And that's just like a really simple thing. But what that came from is just me. Like, you know, I do, like, when I, you know, walk to work or, like, walk to the train to work, like, I just take time to be thankful and grateful. And then I also, like, listen to God, you know what I mean? Like, listen back for, like, you know, and it's, like, as long as what I'm hearing is as long as you take care of other people the way that you are, as long as, like, your focus is making sure that other people can be as great as you are, Mm -hmm. you can always be blessed. You can always be taken care of, you know, because as you take care of people... God's going to take care of you, you know? And so, like, that's it. Like, I when I'm able to, like, take care of people, like, freely, freely, you know? And, like, cool, you need a life. You need, like, everything. You need a house and a car and a job and a whatever. Come on. You know what I mean? I got you. I, we can set you up the right people. We can get everything all squared away. It's good. You just came out of jail. You had a rough life. You know what I mean? Whatever. Let's get everything set up. Like, let's just make sure shit is good, you know? Um, and so that's that i want to be able to be a person a friend of mine said this this week like it's really good to be a person that people can call you for things yeah you know people can like ask you for advice or ask you for a connection to hey do you know somebody that such and such or like can you do that thing you know like like everybody can't necessarily provide that that's so weird yeah (laughs) you know and it's like it's such a small thing but just to be able to be like a reference point for other people you know, um, we, we refer to it as like a through way, you know, like, yeah, like that's what it, I, yeah. Another like a uh, heavy meditation, like recently is just like, allow me to be a through way, you know, allow like me to be a passer of information Hell you know, yeah. Yeah. from like what people, you know, want to know to like where they actually, you know, can go. Um, but I'm going to just stop high talking. No, no, no. I was going to um, ask that because like, actually it's funny that you say that because somebody, two people recently reached out to me and was like, oh, like, oh, or no, somebody was like, oh, do you know any places that I can move, that I could possibly move into that doesn't do a credit check? Mm-hmm. Or and one other person was like, oh, are you looking for some, do you know anybody who wants to rent a room? Mm-hmm. And that was like within days of each other. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Am I, why real, these, am I a real estate agent? It, like, why do you guys think that I have this information first and foremost? But also, I'm glad that you came to me because I'm going to do everything that I can yeah, to yeah, make yeah. sure that you get any information that I have to offer mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. Whatever way I can help you, I'm going to try to do that. But it's just really interesting that you even came to me in the first place. But it's exciting. Yeah. So it's really funny that you mentioned that because I feel like people are like identifying me as such. And that's really... Um, it's, a, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to be a conduit. Like, yeah, to be able yeah, to, like, yeah, for sure. give people information. Because it's like, what the fuck else am I doing here? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, all right, cool. Thanks. Like, now I have something to do. Like, have a, like it gives you purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, you yeah. have, like, your general purpose for, you know, being here. You got your everyday things. But it gives you, like, something to work towards. Um, so, this whole conversation really started off earlier this week. I tweeted... Like, what's after evolution? Uh, because, sure, there's natural progress, you know, but, like, what about chosen progression? Um, so making the active de- decision to choose and to do and be different. Um, that, that being said, um, yeah, like, I just started thinking, like, all right, we evolve. You know, that's natural. That's, mm-hmm. like, built into the world. But then what a- what's after that, you know? 
Hmm. I mean, well, do you, when you say it's natural that we evolve, what do you mean by that? Like, you know, we, I guess they say we was apes or whatever or whatever, you know, you know, whatever. Shit evolves and shit adapts. Like, you know, I, I don't know the whole, you know, Charles Darwin story and all that, <laughs> but I just know that like. Charles the, Darwin story. The, com- <laughs> <laughs> the common consensus is that like evolution happens in nature, you know? Um, I, I, you know, like, like erosion and like, uh, what's it, you know, melanin. I'm just thinking of like scientific, (laughs) but like, you know, changes happen in nature through like evolution, but like what happens when we start like putting intention into that? Mm. And like, some of it could be like, like plastic surgery might be like a, you know, or like, um, like in vitro fertilization, right? Like might be another example, but like, what about that when it comes to, like, personal progression, you know? Like, how do we start to, like, advance and say, like, all right, well, it doesn't matter what it takes for us to get, like, fucking clean energy in this country, or it doesn't matter what it takes for everybody to get healthcare or fucking further to be clean water in Flint. Like, let's just do it, you know? Mm. Um, so there's a piece of reading material from the Huffington Post, but it's actually by uh, Dr. Deepak Chopra. You know the guy. Um, and... It's called, uh, Can We Evolve Beyond Evolution? We Have To. Um, It's actually from like January 2017. Um, But one of the things that I thought was really cool is uh, this portion here. So it says, to evolve beyond evolutionary theory, uh, it means accepting the following propositions. The reality we accept is a human construct. Yeah. So let's start there. Um, (laughs) Its building blocks are experience, perception, feelings, and thoughts. These exist entirely in consciousness. We should see ourselves as, as conscious creators who imbue. I had to look that up, um, but I believe here, I'm going to give the, the straight up definition here. Uh, to imbue uh, is a verb to inspire or permeate with a feeling or quality. But into. Mm. So we describe. should see ourselves as conscious creators who imbue reality with our own purposes. Instead, uh, we build models, become comfortable with them, and we eventually forget that they are simply thought models, not reality. Yo, that's fucking real. Oh my God. I was just, (laughs) so I was freaking the fuck out. I was like, you know, grappling with some anxiety about, Mm -hmm. you know, just being a person. And so I was reading, no, I was listening to this video um, where Eckhart Tolle, I think that's his name, Mm -hmm. he was talking about the self he was like, oh, yeah, like the self is something that you can't even quantify because it's like literally the thing that perceives that you it's like it's the shadow. So you can't really talk about it. Like, so you think that you have this idea of like what you are, who you are, mm-hmm. but that's not really it. You and don't even see your own self in a mirror, bro. Yeah, like, you, can't, you, know you, can't what even, like, you can't even so, see your own self in a mirror. So. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> you know, we imbue, we imbue reality with mm-hmm. our own purposes. I think that that's like really important it's it's like affirming to hear it because i was just listening to that thing um, about the self recently like <sighs> yeah it's it's some high level shit and I, I every time that i try to explain it to like a friend they get it <laughs> and we mm-hmm. talk and but i feel like i can't even find the words because it's something that you can't quantify but um yeah imbuing our reality 
He that's knew it. what to imbue. He, there, I love imbue, when I have to look up. Word. Yeah, I love when I have to look up a word and be like, okay, well, what does that mean? Let's break that down. Imbue? Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, so definitely. Um, I need more read, of that. that. <laughs> um, so these are our motives and thoughts. Thank you for this first portion of the conversation so far. It's just amazing. This is, again, why I said, like, this is a conversation I want to have, you know? I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> and so thank you. Um, we're going to move into I Would Like to See It. Um, so I would like to see it is uh, in your Monique voice. Uh, what's something that you would like to see people start or stop doing? Uh, it could also be something that you want to see like more or less of in the world. Mm. Um, so for me, um, I would really just like to see like a community of engagement and empowerment. Like I, I feel like it can be based on like knowledge sharing and like checking in with each other, like getting a status update and like holding each other accountable for whatever goal it is. So like I'm not like a, you know, go to the gym type person, you know, I just like do my running around in life and like, you know, God keeps me where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I like, do like when I see people like in these like gym groups, you know what I mean? Or they'd be having the Apple watch groups and like, we got our points, you got your, you know, fit check, whatever it is. Like it's, you know, whatever that is, like, uh, I would like to see more of that in other spaces, like creative spaces. Hey, really like the work that you're doing. Like. how can I help you know what I mean can I give you some feedback that like might not be perceived as like 100% positive but I think it's for your growth you know um I I would like to see that so um anything anything you'd like to see yeah I mean so a lot a couple things come to mind but I think the thing that I want to focus on is this idea of like a emotional labor I feel like that's a term that's been bastardized Mm -hmm. and just like you know it's running rampant so like you think that your friend coming to you with the problem is you're they're putting you in a position to to do emotional labor and like sure it might be if you really want to call it that but like but what else is there to do but help people in times of need like you know like I feel like extending that camaraderie is like that's the reward in itself being able to be in a position to offer help in any particular, in any way that you can, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, um, I, I would love to see people thinking of relationships less in terms of emotional labor and more in terms of just like, you know, I love me. And so I love you. Mm-hmm. And so let's fucking party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very great way to like, yeah, that's, Here's a demo of friendship. I love me. I love you. Let's fucking party. Let's fucking party. That's 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 it. it. Yeah. Um, I think that those, like, as long as those core elements, like, definitely exist. I'm also, um, this is another, uh, this is going to be another episode. But I guess I'll just, like, kind of talk about it now. But, like, uh, value-based friendships. Mm. Um, I feel like I'm, like, heavy on value-based friendships and, like... Um, some people, like, I, I, I don't respond to negative tweets because I don't get combative with black people. Mm. Like, um, so if it's just like, you disagree with me, that's what goes on your Twitter account, you know, that's it. Um, but I tweeted like, basically like it's, it can be terrible to have like a friend that like can't offer you anything, Mm, you know, like, um, and someone was like, you know, oh, people that think like this, like they think someone's supposed to like be giving you something or whatever, but it's just like. If you can't, if you can't like, you know, everybody can't do the same things that you can do, you know, so I would never expect a person to be able to do exactly what I can do. Yeah. But if you can't afford a birthday gift for me, you can make me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I don't give, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) 
could it could be anything. So I think value based friendships would be um something really interesting to talk about because it it doesn't have to be a financial value. Like it yeah. doesn't have to be you know e- like gifts. It could literally be like you do like not me I don't have hair but like a friend of another one of my friends like you do my hair at no cost you mm. know you got me out here looking good you yeah. know what I mean and I didn't have to pay for it you know what I'm saying like because we're friends, friends mm-hmm. you know um, and so that'll be something to get into um, this week in Who Run the World uh, which is a segment to amplify women the LGBTQ community any other demographics that are often overlooked um, it's one that's here and then it's one I'll mention as well um, but Elizabeth Warren, um, here's the thing. I know that the, like there's a lot of like super hardcore like Bernie Sanders bros that are like, fuck Elizabeth Warren. She's blah blah. blah. She pretended to be Native American. She pretended to be indigenous. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of niggas that still be like, oh yeah, I got Indian in my family, or like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, a lot of people grew up saying that, you know. Um, and so I don't want to hear it. Um, I do think that. Uh, she should like obviously support Bernie Sanders. Um, I do think that she potentially could be Bernie Sanders like running mate, and then all y'all would just be happy and shut the fuck up, you know. Um, but I feel like she like at minimum had pretty much most of the same ideas that Bernie Sanders did, like aside from two things, you know what I mean. So like there were a few things that were like a little more conservative, you know. But other than that, like the way that she spoke about like race as like a deep-seated issue like in america you know like and that everything comes back to that like economic if we're going to talk about changing the economy we got to talk about economic inequality you know what i mean first and so like i i really valued that i really valued like that perspective um and so that's that also um aaron phillip um the uh model uh, she's transgender uh, and disabled oh, uh, yeah. model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was just at the uh, United Nations. Oh um, yes, speaking. yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I saw that. Um, and it was just like a powerful little like it was like two minute uh, clip where she was just talking about like I stopped defining myself. Like I explained her in that way so that you know people understand in the digital sense. But like she said, I stopped explaining myself as a transgender disabled model and just I'm a model. You know. Like, I, I've been modeling, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been on runways, and I've been in shoots, you know what I'm saying? What do you, and I'm here at the United Nations, what do niggas want from me? Like, you know? Um, and so I just respect that. She said, those are things, like, uh, that is, like, that is what I am, but that's not who I am, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so, uh, yeah, shout out Ooh. to Ron Phillips. So. Um, this weekend, didn't you know? Uh, these are just, uh, you know, general news stories, some things that would be good for the community to know about. Um, this is all, like, pretty much Philly-based stuff. Um, it's actually all three Philly-based things. Black so, and mobile. Um, yes, black and mobile. Have you used them or seen them? No. I, at first, I was working at Uncle Bobby's, and I, mm-hmm. he came into the cafe. I don't remember what he was doing. I think he might have been dropping something off to someone. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like, that's how I found out about it. And I saw him a couple of times. I was like, wow, that's yeah. really cool. <laughs> um, 24-year-old uh, David Cabello. Looks like her Cabello. But it's probably Cabello, but y'all used to do it in the Camilla Cabello way because she hates... <laughs> Stop. Own. Okay, never mind. Let's not waste our time. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, he, like he said, I've had some people coming up to me saying like, oh, that's racist. Um, speaking of which, also, shout out to uh, the Honeypot, um, which was the black woman who had the Target commercial this week. 
or like a few weeks ago. Was that the, um, and then the white women were like like giving her the low reviews or whatever because she said she wanted like um, the next young black entrepreneur like to be able to like see her and be inspired by her. And she mm. said on a Target commercial, and people were mad. Like that's really strange. <laughs> Y'all literally be everywhere already. Like, how could you want a white child to be able to, like, see themselves somewhere that they don't see themselves already? Hmm. Where where else do you want them to be? You could be an astronaut, man or woman. You could be a doctor, a scientist, a lawyer. You are white. You could literally be whatever you want. You already know that. So why can't everybody else know that? Anyway. David Cabello says, I've had people coming up to me saying... Oh, that's racist. He says, no, it's not. I'm just trying to show uh, our people that we can love each other first and that we can do for self. And that is like really what stuck out to me. Like, um, yeah, if you can support a black person in any way, um, one of the people I'll talk about in uh, Bops and Bangers, Moonchild. Do you listen to them? I haven't heard of them. Like I just heard of them recently and I saw their uh, tiny desk. But they're a white jazz group, which is like interesting. Mm. But in the middle of their tiny desk, the lead singer, she stops and says, um, yeah, so we do this at all of our shows. You know, we think that the best way, like, these are white people. <laughs> this is why it's, like, making my heart palpitate. But she said, like, the best way to support, you know, black and brown people and black and brown causes is through financial support. And the best way that you can do that is to find an organization that you can support on a monthly basis. Mm. And they, she said, usually, like, whatever city we're in, we'll say, like, this is the organization that we choose and that, you know, we think that you should, you mean, support. But we on NPR, so we telling you find one. Y'all on the internet already. Get you in a Google search and find somewhere as a white person that you can give to black people in their pockets today. Wow. And I was just like, oh, shit. You're not playing. <laughs> That's you know, cool. <laughs> which was like amazing. So um, shout out to Moonchild for that. Um, but yeah, it's like... It, like financial as much as like you know like I'm total socialist kind of as well you know mm-hmm. um, it, the only way in this society to really survive as it is right now is with some money in your pocket yeah, you know yeah. and so like we gonna get to that society where like we devalue the dollar you know and ultimately like we gonna just gonna be a bartering system so it's gonna be like what can you do you know mm-hmm. we'll get there <laughs> but like before we do you know, we need to, like, support ourselves and, like, support each other financially. So, I really fuck with uh, Black and Mobile. Uh, other thing, um, and this is, again, kind of speaking to, like, us. Um, so, Philly uh, banned, basically, cashless businesses. Ooh, so Sweet Green. Uh, yeah, Sweet Green is going to act as well. That's a good one. Yeah, actually, I noticed that the Sweet Green, um, even a couple weeks ago, I don't really go there a lot because... It's, like, the back of Sweet Green is, like, behind, like, it's where, like, my building is. Mm. And people just be back there smoking blunts and, like, scratching their asses. And then, oh, like, my God! You know what I'm saying? Whoa. Like, you know, it's not, you know, I'm sure you go oh, put on gloves. I'm sure I you wash them or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I'm not about to eat in here no more. I fuck so, Sweet Green now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, uh, no cashless businesses. So, um, there's actually a gentleman in this photo here. He's literally flashing, what is this, $13? Like, I feel like this Hell is. Hell yeah. Okay, but totally fine. Um, he's not even flashing it though he's just holding it he's just holding it he doesn't even look you know like <laughs> his facial Tindall. expression is like alright shout out to him he's a construction worker he doesn't have a, a bank or a credit card um, hmm. I mean honestly sounds like the safest way to go you know um, but in that like uh, they talk about some restaurants who kind of integrated this and it was obviously a low key form of racism you know 
where it's like, oh, you don't got no, you know, a credit or debit card that if you leave out on this bill or, you know, did you know that a few years ago that some Philly restaurants were asking like some black people for payment ahead of time before like eating? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a, a, a story from like just Philly mag. Um, but yeah, I, that was like maybe 2015, 2016. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna have to dig it up, but yeah. Um, and they were, you know, asking for that beforehand. And then this was another form of that where it's like, all right, well we can't, you know, they stopped them from doing that. Mm-hmm. They said it was illegal for you to ask for a credit card up front, you know, or even say, Hey, can we hold your card yeah. you know, at the beginning of like a meal or whatever. And now they'll make it that you can only pay for your meal by credit card. So if something goes wrong or whatever, we have your name, we have your, you know, whatever, um, and you can't pay with cash. Like, or if you, you know, leave a couple dollars on the thing and then you just leave out and it's not enough money or whatever, you know, that mm-hmm. like they don't have to deal with it. But yeah, it's just uh, basically racism. Um, and yeah, that's that. So shout out to Philly for... They banned that. Um, banning that. This is from NPR. Oh, that was in March of 2019. Oh, 2019. Wow. Okay. Damn, I didn't peep. I just was looking at this story and I thought this was this this March. But also, it would have been written tomorrow. <laughs> this story. It's from March 8th. Okay, well, um, shout out to Philly for doing things that we didn't even know. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and then the last one. Um, this My note just says, is the flavored tobacco ban real? Which we found that it is. Yes. Um, because I couldn't find, like, I found some news sources that were from, like, December 2019. Um, but not anything current that, like went through all of the, like, kind of, this is what it is, you know, in terms of the case. Um, and I'm also, shout out to my corner store folks who um, definitely sold me a pack of honey backwards yesterday. Um, just having them in the talk. But I'm going to be honest, like, the only reason I even know about the backwood, I mean, the flavor tobacco ban, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, the backwood ban. <laughs> excuse me, not the backwood ban. <laughs> the flavor tobacco ban <laughs> is because I was looking at Philly Scoop Hall. So shout out to Philly oh, yeah. Scoop Hall. Shout out to Philly Scoop Hall. Even yeah. though that shit can be definitely, it can be super chaotic, you know. I just get like lost in like a 20 minute binge and I was like, right, it's so chaotic. <laughs> oh my God. But um, no, I didn't know about the, the flavor tobacco ban until I saw that on there. And I haven't, like you said, I haven't really seen a, a news source, but I know when I go into the store, it's like it's hidden away yeah 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 one of the things i found interesting when i was looking into it apparently in the early um uh, i think like late 90s early 2000s and then it it ended in 2011 but they literally called it the philly blunt philly blunt ban Hmm. um and they had done the same thing um so it's possible that it could just easily be like reversed like it was around for eight years so eight before 2011 whatever that was um, I don't do math like that. Yeah, what's but, that? But, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was, like, an eight-year ban on, like, blunts, um, but I was probably too young to be smoking blunts at that point. I was, like, in my early Before years. 2011? Before, two, well, 2011, I was 21. So. Were you smoking weed? I started smoking weed when I was, like, 19, 18. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, what the, but. I also lived in the suburbs, so it was different. Okay, yeah. Um, I probably just didn't ever experience it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, so that's that. So there's some some didn't you knows for the week. Um, in weird white people shit this week, um, usually there's some news stories here um, about white people being weird in a variety of ways as they do. Um, really this week, I just want to talk about the coronavirus. Um, any thoughts? I mean, I can't really have thoughts on that. <laughs> you know, I mean, like as far as like the, the media frenzy around it, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's like, I don't know because I, I feel like there's a certain level of like, 
peace that I'm able to, that I'm afforded, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I don't necessarily have to think about it on day to day. Like I just can take, conduct my life as normal, but I know that there are places in the world where people are like on lockdown and they can't go places and they can't have access to things. And yeah. It's probably like a lot more real, but I also don't know. I don't know what the fuck to believe. So those are my thoughts. Okay. No, I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm sure that there are so many other people that can like connect with that and like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Totally agree. So um, I think for me, um, first of all, I just hate seeing white people being like visually racist to Asian oh, people. Absolutely. That is one thing that like literally grinds my gears and this guy grinds my gears. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but, like um, this guy was like looking at this lady on the train um, and she had like a mask on and she had gloves on. And I'm like, well, she's doing what she's supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, what are you looking at her for? You know? Mm. And so now I'm going to look at you. And I'm going to just keep looking at you until Mm -hmm. you realize you're a fucking weirdo for, like, just staring at someone. It's just so fucking irritating. Yeah, it's really Um, unfortunate to to see that reaction. Um, And actually, no, I saw this video on Twitter of this woman who, like, was covering her face with something. With her, like, scarf or whatever. Yeah, on the train. train. And Mm -hmm. then the the woman who was recording, like, coughed. And then the woman, like, got up Mm -hmm. and left. And it's just, like, all because she was Asian. And I, 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 yeah. It's really while, white people scratch their asses and bite their nails. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, all right. So I listen to, I've been listening to a lot of content for some reason, all of like the daily podcasts, like the, the daily, the New York times. Um, I listen now to post report, shout out to my friend verb for putting me on. Um, and then today explained like a lot of them had like coronavirus episodes recently, you know what I mean? Or like mm-hmm. multiple of them just because they, it's like so sensationalized in the media, you know? And one of the... Today Explained had a guy with coronavirus, like, on the show. Like, that was one of the episodes. I mean, not, like, at... It was, like, an over-the-phone type of situation. Oh, okay. You know, like, he wasn't, like, in the studio. <laughs> but he was on that princess cruise that they, like, held oh, up. Oh, yeah, you yeah. You know? Um, he was, like, you know, we was on a nice cruise. Got a thing for, like, my wife and, like, my... I think he said wife and a sister or something. And um, bought them that for Christmas. We went on a January cruise. Now I'm going to march something and I'm still fucking, like, I can't get home, you know, basically. Like, and so that was crazy to think about. And then he was just talking about, like, like, they were like, uh, how are the symptoms? He's like, I mean, it's not bad. The cough's like a two out of five. (laughs) Oh my God. You know, so it's, it's interesting, but obviously it seems like there's like something else that's going on with it because like many people are dying from it, but typically the people that are dying are like, you know, people that are really young or people that are really old Mm. and like. Yeah, it's just, it's, I, I, I have been wondering, is, like, the media over-sensationalizing it, or does somebody know something that we don't know? I mean, I saw this art- article earlier. I mean, I don't want to, like, spread the panic. I don't, I, I try to use the power of discernment. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, you know, it's kind of hard to do that because I'm not a fucking doctor, you know, yeah. I'm just a person. Yeah, <laughs> not a scientist. I really, I don't know what you know it's true and i don't think i don't think any i don't think there are many people who do know what's true about it i feel like these things developing you kind of realize in hindsight what it was or what it wasn't but um i saw this article earlier that was like oh like it's like a combination of sars and aids yeah i saw that too (laughs) and like who even knows right we both saw this right but i didn't click on it so like uh one of the things that i you know try to do really hardcore is like validate the sources that i read something from you know um, so I didn't click on that. So that's that's fake news until we say it's not, you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, who knows, like, what this thing, you know, potentially, like, could evolve into. But all they're asking thus far is for people to wash your hands. And for many white people, that's probably really difficult, you know? But, like, 
I don't know niggas that don't really wash their hands, you know? I mean, there's probably, like, you know, street niggas or whatever that, you know, maybe you just out here in the dirt, you already killed a person today, so, like, what's the point, you know? Maybe, but, like, most niggas, like, that I know wash their hands. Like, black people in general, black women, even black men, like, most of the time, like, on my company floor shares, like, a bathroom, mm. but the only people I'll be seeing in there, like, at the sink is niggas, <laughs> you know? So, like... I, I don't know. Um, just wash your hands. Wash like. your hands, yeah. It's easy. If that's what they're saying that we can do, then let's just Just do, do that. that. And not just use hand sanitizer. Actually wash your hands. Yeah. Um, two, like, y'all cannot be fucking serious with this Joe Biden shit. Like, I'm not... This man is... I, I'm not going to play any of the videos, but, pe- like, it'll be probably a week from now that, like, I'll play it or some shit. These videos of like Joe Biden like be having like this stuttering like I'm talking like him right now I can't even get it out you know oh, oh, he's like like, like stuttering and like forgetting words yeah. and like having like dementia and shit it's like it's okay to be old as shit you know what I mean you did a lot and you like got all these laws and these wars and shit you remember you've been a fucking in the government for like thirty plus years there's probably a lot of shit that's mixed up in there you know what I'm saying yeah you had a lot of traumas that's happened in your life go lay down uncle. <laughs> Go and, like, and like just you know what I mean <laughs> have a seat rest. have a seat like it's cool you're not about to sit here and stop what we trying to do over here on this side you know what I'm saying and if anything like if people do vote for Joe Biden Donald Trump is uh one of the worst people of all time but honestly this is gonna, this is gonna sound trash watching Donald Trump destroy the shit out of Joe Biden would be funny as hell for me mm. like, it would just be like really funny because like he's not gonna be able to keep up He's not Joe Biden. Joe Biden's not going to keep up. Damn, that's so fucked up when you think about it because it's like Donald Trump and Joe Biden and Joe Biden wouldn't be able to keep up but it's like... Shit sad. If you think about... Yeah, it's just really... <laughs> Donald Trump out here making like... I don't know if you saw Jabuki's tweet was like, I hate how funny this is where Donald Trump was like, the only thing Mike Bloomberg got out of the whole like election shit was he was like, he lost $700, or $700 million and he got a new nickname for me, Mini Mike. And then he posed, he posed like at a podium, like real low, like oh my god, you know what I'm saying? Like, which is like not funny, you know what I mean? But it's like kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, no, I understand what you. And mean. like, I know he would just be like, Joe Biden, what the fuck is you talking about over there with that fucking? Yeah, you know I mean, don't even know what you're saying. Like, I feel like he would just eat that nigga alive. Bernie Sanders, at minimum, he gonna yell over him. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that I could vibe with, you know. Um, but also like. What Joe Biden is going... Like, he doesn't have a platform, I feel like, after this. Like, all right, let's say people push you through, whatever, even with the dementia. Like, you don't have any ideas. It's not anything that you're, like, pushing. You know Mm. what I'm saying? What I would really love to see is... I don't know if this is illegal, or I don't know if this is legal or whatever, but what the fuck is legal? If... I know he probably won't do this because this would be crazy. But if Bernie Sanders made AOC his vice president, I don't think she's eligible because I don't think she's 35... But I think you only have to be 35 to be the president. Mm-hmm. But if they were like, we're shaking it up. We're fucking changing history right now. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be with it. He'll get my immediate vote. I mean, he's already going to... There's nobody else to fucking vote for. Yeah, I true. was definitely Elizabeth Warren Hive. I was trying to see us have like a female president. But y'all hate women, so... Um, Russian hackers are apparently... That's the last thing here. Like, in favor of Bernie Sanders... Russian hackers. I mean, like, I knew, not that I knew it was real, because, like, as far as politics go, what the fuck is real, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? But 
Um, yeah, I I don't know. As far as the election, Russian hackers and all that stuff, it's like it's all just so absurd that I don't know what it's Yeah. Um, I feel you. It's super absurd. I like have these times, like most of the time, where I'm just in here watching like news channels, mm-hmm. um, and I try to keep a little bit of variety to it. Like I'm not just gonna watch CNN because that shit, like, that's a you know, it's pushing its own thing. Also, you know, every but like watching a couple of different news sources, you can pick up like, all right, what's the common thread here? Like, what's for real? Um, and then like in that, I th- like you start to be able to kind of see like. What could be happening, you know, in a bit, mm-hmm. um, and like I think what they're trying to create, like this divisiveness, is that if first the Russian hackers was on the Trump side, they were trying to get him to be president, and now they're on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's like there's automatically going to be an argument in November of is, did the Russian hackers hack for Bernie Sanders? Did the Russian hackers hack for Donald Trump? Now it's going to be contested. Now it's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just a setup for like something bad. So Russian um, hackers. Them hackers. <laughs> like. um, <laughs> so the second shut-in this week is uh, Joe Biden. Um, it's also America. Um, the second shut-in really is like anyone that needs a little extra prayer. Um, so it's all of us. Um, if you are trying to figure out, um, this was pretty valuable a few weeks ago when there were like many more people that you could choose. Um, but if you were trying to figure out who to, which Democrat like you agree with most, um, there is a little cool thing from the Washington Post here. Um, spoiler alert, Tulsi Gabbard is the only other person that's still a part of this. That's like not Joe Biden and, um, Bernie Sanders. Mm. And Tulsi Gabbard is definitely a a robot from Russia. (laughs) Um, let's just go to In Living Color. Um, I haven't watched Love is Blind, but all these people we've talked about, have you watched the shit? No, I haven't. What's that? It's, (laughs) it's something where people like... I guess get married instantly on Netflix or like they get married like without seeing each other or they Whoa. I don't know but people are just doing some weird shit and like it's a thing and now it's, some people talking about it, somebody named Cameron I wanna watch it's that it's fucking like it's just weird <laughs> I don't know um but it's What's all it people on? are on Netflix okay it's all that people are talking about um so that's interesting I also haven't watched The Pharmacist which is on Netflix uh but Liana who's uh, our uh, social strategist she was like have you watched the show like she was like giving me all this information about it so um, highly recommended from her, so definitely take a look at that. Um, this past week, what I did, um, there's a show that, like, I, I, like, have, like, passively liked, but just, like, oh, I, you know, I can't like this show, but honestly, it's incredible, and it's, like, a riveting, uh, television entertainment, The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, and so this it's whole, riveting. whole season, like, I haven't watched it at all, um, but it's on, like, the 13th or 14th episode or something, and this past week, I just went back and watched the whole season, Amazing. I've never watched the drama. Like that. The fucking, the little like low key shade that's thrown, but then like the you know larger shade that's thrown. Like imagine somebody being like, I'm gonna bring someone to dinner that like you that says that they slept with your husband, you know, and I'm just gonna like bring them to the dinner table, hmm. you know, like why the fuck would you do that? Or if this was like Real Housewives of North Philly, somebody's definitely scrapped it. You know? <laughs> Real Housewives like, of North Philly. So like, it, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's very, very interesting. Uh, everyone should be watching it. Uh, this Week in Bops and Bangers. Uh, this is music that we're listening to. Um, anything that you want to share. So one is Vibe by Cookie Kawaii. That's the If I Speed It Up. 
Is it fat? Oh my god, yes! Yeah. Oh my god! That song actually reminds me of you for sure. Uh, actually, yeah. I might make that the intro music for this for this episode. That is so funny. Um, but yeah, definitely. Like I just found out what it was called. Yeah, like, and, no, like, I was searching for that. <laughs> okay, it's in my Apple. That's just what it is. I just added it, like to my Apple Music. Uh, I think like yesterday. Um, also, a song called "Mountains" by Charlotte Day Wilson. Beautiful singer. So good and yeah. like. This song, Mountains, I said it reminds me of a Daniel Caesar song that Daniel Caesar isn't on. So, mm. like, I can actually enjoy it, you know? Um, and then um, Moonchild, um, that was the uh, group I was just talking about. I've been listening to a lot of jazz in general. Um, I think the playlist on Spotify is called, like, Jazztronica. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, kind of, like, electronic-infused, influ- influenced jazz. Um, so, that's good. Uh, and then Moonchild um, has a song uh, on there. Um, and then things that have dropped that I haven't listened to, but I will be pursuing. Um, Haley Williams from Paramore uh, dropped an EP. Solo? Solo. Oh. Yeah. Um, she's like, um, who's, no, I was going to call her the white somebody, but I'm not. She's not the white Brandy. That's too far. I'm just going to be quiet. She's just Haley Williams. Um, she's just Haley Williams. Uh, and then Megan Thee Stallion dropped a new project. Um, Megan Thee Stallion apparently is having some like, contract things i'm just gonna stay out of it because it's not my business um and then janae aiko has a new project called i believe chilumbo yeah um how do you feel about her do you like her do you listen to her music i don't listen to her music okay i i do sometimes but a lot of it like sounds the same um to me but i do like some songs that i do like um okay we're at three things to stand i I don't know if i like prepared you for it but it's okay um these are just things that uh you're loving in life right now so it can be a brand it could be a concept it could be a feeling um just three things that you are uh a fan of this week damn i can start off if you yeah want to you go off. first okay. okay so uh first is uh seduction it's uh this bread from whole foods shout out to uh autumn uh who's like kept saying like you should try this bread i was like i'm really into multi-greens right now and I'm like, I'm not eating this bread with these like fucking pumpkin seeds stuck to the top of it. Mm. Finally got it. So good. It's like not even that like sounds good. bread. It's like, uh, like I put it in the oven again, like after I got it, like slice it down and it was just like so, so, so perfect. So a lot of seeds, like, um, like poppy seeds. It's like made with like barley mm. and like that such a good great. bread. Yeah. Um, second, I guess is like eating clean, quote unquote. Um, this is my second and my third are like. I actually have a bonus one, which is a fourth, and it, it'll tie it all together. So, anyway, eating clean. I've been, like, eating a lot of vegetables, um, fish, like, no meat. I ate, like, chicken earlier in the week, really. But um, other than that, like, just eating as, like, fresh as I can and, like, not eating anything processed and, like, just keeping it real clean. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other side, last weekend, I woke up and, like, was craving a McGriddle and definitely got one, you know? And, um, (laughs) so I guess like my overall like thing to stay in here is like the bonus one is balance. Um, is like, I have been like, you know, doing my best to take good care of myself, but then also like, uh, every single meal that you have, I saw this thing on this, like one of these like food inspirational Instagrams Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, it's like when you're trying to do better in your life, like every meal isn't going to be a salad, right? Cause you'll get tired of it. But also every meal isn't going to be fried food because you'll get tired of it, Mm -hmm. you know? So like find a balance of like what works for you and just do that. Um, And so, yeah, balance uh, is nothing to stand there. Hmm, Okay. I was able to think about some things while you... Um, So I would say one thing is 
So earlier today, I went to this thing called Vinyl Tap, which is amazing. It's a live DJ set at a, you know, record store in Philadelphia. Um, it rotates, so it's not always at the same one. But um, just like connecting with other people who were kind of on the same wavelength was really fun. So like, I guess community is a good way of putting mm -hmm. it, like a good way of summing it up. Like that sense of community that I've been feeling and that I've been seeking and able to find has been really great. That's what I stand community, mm. period. Um, also, um, I think I was going to say a brand. I don't know. Shopping on eBay is always, okay. always my thing. Like, I love eBay. I love that I can find so many different things. Like, What's your thing? It's like, what kind of like... So, I've gotten like a bunch of different pairs of Birkenstocks off mm. eBay, like for like the low, low, like mm. less... I mean, so you might... If you go on Birkenstock's website, you might buy them for a hundred and something dollars, mm -hmm. but like, I might find a pair of Birkenstocks for twenty dollars, and then they're like, I get a lot of life out of them, and I get to wear them for a while, mm -hmm. and it's great. Um, and I have to have a third thing, but I don't know. It's okay. It's really hard. What's dude. the the shirt that you're wearing? Oh, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. okay, so this really cool person named Kalechi, she made this. Um, she made the shirt. Um, it's a work shirt. And on the pocket, it says working. And on the back, it says, I'm in the zone right now. So if you, like, whatever you're going to bother bother me with, could it wait? Okay, bye, mm -hmm. basically. And it's like, looks like spray paint, but she has two different versions of it. But she also included with my order, like, these panic cards, which, like, tells you how to manage it. Panic attack. Mm -hmm. And... That shit was so helpful because I was panicking so much before, <laughs> like, I got that card. And, like, it was like, oh, like, this is, like, a sign from outside of myself. And she didn't know what was going on with me. Yeah. But it was a sign from outside of myself. Like, okay, like, I can just chill. Yeah. I can just follow these instructions. And this might just all be my anxiety and not actually what I have to live with for the rest of my life. So that's, that's great. Amazing. Yes. Um, so, yeah, three things to stand. Um, I don't even know what I said. Y'all yeah. heard me. Those so. are, those are <laughs> Um, cool. Before we close out with our closing mantra, um, do you want to let the people once again just know where they can find you on you know social media, um, all those things? Um, my Twitter is one space bug. Uh, it's private right now. I don't know like if I'm gonna open it up. I I oscillate between open. I mean like private and you know locked tweets. Mm -hmm. But my Instagram is always public. Mm -hmm. uh, it's one space bug as well. And I also have a Vimeo, same thing. So yeah, I'm just the same thing all across the board. Solid, solid. Um, I'm just Jameer. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the conversation. It's been like amazing and fun and like unforced, you know? And Yeah, like, it feels very organic. Um, it's so great. So um, our closing mantra for this week is um, those who do not move do not notice their chains. Mm. Um, so that's a quote about evolution um, and so that's that this has been another episode of Black Millennial um, stay great there's a lot of really great things coming up so um, stay tuned okay bye thank you